Carla Woman is first female and first Irish mayor in Germantown. Article by Elizabeth Lee. A Carla woman who almost accidentally went to Germany to work when she was a student has just been inaugurated as Breuberg's first female and Irish mayor. Deirdre Heckler, née Dooley, from Highfield in Carlow Town, first went to Germany in 1990 when she was a student after getting the opportunity to use someone else's work permit. She ended up falling in love with the country and her future husband Michael and so moved there straight after graduating with a marketing and languages degree from DCU. Now, 31 years later, she proudly received the mayoral chain of office at a ceremony on Tuesday the 30th of November when she was inaugurated as the town's first woman mayor. I'm the first woman in the region to be mayor. There were other female candidates before, but they didn't win. This is a very rural area, not like Dublin or Cork or Kilkenny, said Deirdre. She's a member of the Social Democratic Party and was first elected to the council in 2006. She was elected mayor in September when Germany held a general election and her own town of Breuberg held its own local elections. Her daughter Eve is now also a councillor, having been elected this term. Deirdre's mother, Annette, née Burns, worked for Carlow County Council before she married Tony Dooley, an accountant and lecturer in IT Carlow. Sadly, Tony passed away in 2015, so he wasn't around to see his eldest child being made Lord Mayor in a town in Germany. Tony would have been very proud. We all are. We couldn't go over for the ceremony, but I was there in September when Deirdre was running for election. I took a picture of her election poster on a tree. Deirdre is not one to blow her own trumpet. She's not one to brag. I kept thinking of her on Tuesday evening and sent her flowers, said a very proud Annette. The town of Breuberg, south of Frankfurt, is only 50 years old now after it was formed out of five smaller towns in 1971. So Deirdre's first year as mayor will be a special one full of celebrations. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the challenge, she said. Reports from Carlow Municipal District by Elizabeth Lee Towns striking new cycle lane bollards likened to Marmite. Recently erected bollards on cycle lanes around Carlow Town were discussed at November's meeting of the Municipal District, with one councillor likening them to Marmite. They're like Marmite, really. Some people love them, some people hate them, said Councillor Andrea Dalton, describing the distinctive-looking black bollards which are topped with reflective strips. She said that the council should have consulted more with the businesses that will be affected by the new measures, because one business person had lost all the parking outside his premises due to the presence of the bollards. Forewarned is forearmed, she said, while Councillor Finton Phelan agreed that it was very disappointing that the business in question wasn't consulted. We want to bring people along with us, said Councillor Phelan. This is having an impact on his business. However, Councillor Fergal Brown pointed out that there was a cycle lane already outside the business before the bollards were installed, and that parking wasn't allowed there anyway. If people were parking there, then they were parking on cycle lanes, Councillor Brown said. Councillor Tom O'Neill observed that the bollards were working well overall, and if changes were to be made, then the council engineer could adapt them. Survey reveals high level of vacancy among properties in the town centre. 
A comprehensive list of all the vacant properties in Carlow Town, including the floors above street level, has been compiled by the local authority. Director of Services Michael Rainey outlined the project to members of Carlow Municipal District at their November meeting. He explained that the survey looked at all of the floors of a building and not just vacant commercial units at street level and found that there was a high level of vacancy in the town centre. He continued that the council wanted to identify the issues with the buildings to find ways of bringing them back to occupancy. It turned out to be a very interesting piece of work, he said. Councillor Adrienne Wallace inquired about two derelict buildings at Shamrock Plaza, with Mr Rainey replying that there's a pre-planning meeting with the new owners, which was welcomed by the people before Prophet Councillor. Councillor John Casson also welcomed that news and added that people who earned too much money to be on the housing list but who didn't earn enough to apply for a mortgage should be better supported. Councillor Finton Phelan pointed out that home loans were available from the council, while he also added that there should be incentives for property owners to bring their buildings back to life. He also complimented the staff in the housing department and other areas for working under COVID restrictions, which was echoed by Councillor Andrea Dalton. She also welcomed the news that new houses were being allocated in Rivercourt and Kushdara in Carlow Town, so that families were getting their forever home before Christmas. When Councillor Dalton said that she noticed that more people were living above shops and retail units in the town centre, Mr Rainey said that a shortage of student accommodation had led to them living in the town centre. He also said that the centre needed investment that was sustainable so that both private and social investment was needed. He added that the regeneration of Tullow Street and Dublin Street was very welcome. We want people living back in the town centre. It's very welcome, he said. Riverside Memorial Idea Benched A proposal for a Carlow County Council committee to erect a bench on the Ribarrow track in honour of Senator Patrick Bergen was rejected on the grounds that it was outside of the committee's remit. Councillor Adrienne Wallace had put forward a notice of motion that Carlow Municipal District should place a plaque on a bench overlooking the sugar factory on the River Barrow in honour of the late Carlow Senator Patrick Bergen to remember how he led the sugar factory workers on a strike for better pay. The matter was referred by the Municipal District to the Carlow County Council's Centenary Committee for consideration. Eamon Brophy, Senior Executive Officer, received a reply from the committee which stated that it was outside their remit to erect such a plaque and the letter was included in the agenda at November's MD meeting. The remit extends only to commemorating the 100th anniversary of historical events, principally during the period of the decade of centuries 1913 to 1923 and accordingly the placing of the plaque in this instance would be outside the remit of the Centenary Committee, the letter said. It continued that the Centenary Committee acknowledges the contribution made by the Bergen family to Carlo's social and cultural heritage and notes that a series of heritage events is being planned to commemorate the 100th anniversary of Carlo's sugar factory running up to 2015. Photo book captures the social history of Clonigal and Kildavan. Article by Charlie Keegan. Clonigal Kildavan Veteran Players Group has just published its second volume of photographs featuring people, places, and events from this southeast part of County Carlow. 
As the introduction to the book asserts, the group has sought to capture some of the essence of the social history of the community and continue to reflect the commitment of its people to keeping its history, its memories and its heritage alive. The decision to proceed with the publication was made following the phenomenal success of the first edition, which was published last year and sold out in three weeks. The book, which contains more than 200 photographs, is on sale at Ben Dunn's Clonigal, Brian Plunkett's Clonigal and Steamer's O'Leary Buntlody. The publication, which costs €12, Euro, may also be ordered directly from Tom on 87 or Margaret on 087-838-0018. There is no doubt that anyone with a connection to the area will recognise many in the book, and may even see their much younger self. The group reminds potential buyers that stocks are limited, and a significant number of copies have been pre-ordered. The group would also like to thank all who supported the project, the large number of people who contributed photographs, the retail outlets which are carrying the book, local councillors John Murphy and Charlie Murphy who provided sponsorship, the internationally acclaimed artist Mark O'Neill for use of a photograph of the historic mill located at his property, which is the front cover illustration, the talented local photographer who took the photo, the local web committee who have promoted the book, as well as local publications, particularly The Nationalist. The Clonigal Kildavan Veteran Players Group continues to play an important role in the life of the area through the various projects it has undertaken over the past decade and this second book of photographs merits the full support of the community for the sterling efforts of this voluntary body. ESP Poles Walloped with Sledgehammers Article by Michael Tracy Carlovians are belting sledgehammers off ESP poles to get them to work. At the Council's recent budget meeting, Councillor Charlie Murphy relayed the unorthodox way in which some people were getting the lights to work. The issue of public lighting had been raised earlier by Councillor Michael Dorn, who wondered about the delay in getting new lights connected. Public lighting crops up at most Council meetings, and Director of Services Podrick O'Gorman said ESB networks had been contacted about connections, with a response being awaited. Adding his tuppence worth, Michel Councillor Charlie Murphy said that the situation had been going on for too long. There are a good few lights out. We are reporting them and reporting them, but there is no sign of them being fixed. Councillor Murphy said he knew of one man who went out and hit an ESB pole with the belt of a sledgehammer. The light comes on. I don't know does the vibration do something, hits the sensor. He tells me if you hit the pole hard enough, it will go on. He added, it will go off at night time and the following day he'll give it another belt with the sledgehammer. It's a little bit labour intensive. Councillor Murphy said he had tried it himself and it had work. I gave it a good thump of a sledgehammer and off it went. Councillor Murphy said the issue required some attention. In response, Mr O'Gorman reiterated that the council had contacted the ESB with local concerns. After he concluded, Councillor Andrea Dalton joked that she thought the Director of Services was going to reveal that he would get Councillor Murphy some sledgehammers for Christmas. Creative Writings now on show at Carlow Library. Article by Elizabeth Lee. A collection of short stories, memoirs and observations by older people 
has just been launched in Carlow Library after a group took part in a Creative Ireland project. Entitled The Horizons, it was held in the summer and autumn of this year with writer Arnold Thomas Fanning. He worked with Creative Ireland Carlow and is delighted to announce it is now showcasing The Horizons in the local library. A key aspect of the programme was to bring a group of people back out into the world after a long period of social isolation due to lockdowns and cocooning. The project ran twice, the first time from July to August and again from September to November at Ungardine Bio, a community garden space in Carlow Town. Arnold Thomas Fanning is a writer whose book Mind on Fire, a memoir of madness and recovery, was shortlisted for the Welcome Book Prize in 2019. He was writer-in-residence for Carlow County Council Arts Office and Carlow College. The course offered participants the opportunity to explore and delve into their imaginations, memories and ideas, and in doing so, express their creativity. The aim was to foster an inclusive, welcoming and supportive atmosphere where participants could feel fully encouraged and engaged to produce creative work. A display of the group's work is now on display in Carlow Library on Tullow Street and will continue there until the end of January. The library is currently open by appointment only from Monday to Friday, 10am to 1pm and 2pm to 5pm. Call 059-9129705 or email library at carlococo.ie to book. This project was funded through Creative Ireland and the Creativity in Older Persons Scheme and facilitated by Carlow County Council Arts Service in partnership with Carlow County Development Partnership.